Why did you wear the backless formal then, mom? You piece of shit. <laughs> you dumb Why did, piece I mean, of I shit. I don't care that he was boring. I don't care that he was boring. You sleep with you him. You did not do your job. You know why he was bored? Because you weren't like, I'm <laughs> In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I, I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. What did I feel that machine? What the fuck is going on in this family? Did you eat 71 hot dogs like I Joey did not, Chestnut? No. Oh, Johnny Chestnut? What's his name? Joey, I believe. What? Joey. what I mean, when's that going to stop? Like, when's he going to go like, I don't want to spend my day doing this. I'd rather go over to the Drakes and watch the fireworks unobstructed. Yeah. And have like two hot dogs. Yeah, and that's plenty. That's plenty. And you won't have to dip the buns in water so they right. go down Yeah, you can faster. enjoy the bun. You can put some condiments on. Enjoy the Ugh, hot so dog. It's disgusting. It's just so disgusting. It's like maybe once if you're like, yeah, I can do it. But every year? Yeah. Well, he's, How many now years? He's, now he's trapped in it. He's trapped in it. He's like, Is every he? year he's like. Is he? He wakes up and he's like, there's too much expectation. I have to do it. I can't get away from it. It's the only thing I have in my life is I'm the guy who eats the I'm hot dogs. I'm the guy who eats 70 plus hot dogs. I can eat 70 hot dogs and it's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> that's, that's a sad day. He's like, I, I, wanted, I wanted to be a really good blues harmonica player. <laughs> he wants to hear me play harmonica. They're like... They're like, playing the harmonica. For- like, oh, is, that, uh, is that a hot dog you're putting up to your mouth? No, it's a harmonica. Are you going to eat 71 harmonicas? 71 harmonicas? No, no I'm, oh. I'm going to play harmonica. I, I, I wrote a composition. Eat the harmonica. Eat the gonna, harmonica. I'm not going to eat the, the harmonica. Okay, well, then I'll eat, eat the, the harmonica. hot dog. Oh, God, oh. what have I done with my That's life? how he does it. That's how he gets out of it. He eats a harmonica, kills himself. Yeah. He eats a harmonica. I love how that's the only way he can get out of it is to eat a harmonica. He eats a harmonica, and everybody's like, no. (laughs) Wasn't as cool as eating 71 hot dogs. It's like, it was a fucking harmonica. When have you ever seen someone eat a harmonica? Eh, I don't know. I I guess, I guess, like, ask yourself, do you want to see somebody eat a harmonica? And the answer is almost always no. But for some reason, people get asked the question, do you want to see somebody stuff 71 hot dogs down their gullet? And a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Let's do it. Why are we doing Dude. this just one time a year? Why is it 4th of July? Let's do it Christmas, too. Let's eat some, some Christmas, <laughs> Christmas dogs. Christmas hot dogs. Christmas, Christmas dogs. hot dogs. <laughs> Slathered got the, in... You got the red ketchup and the green yeah. relish. It's uh, the green relish is made of chopped up holly and pine needles. There you and, go. And uh, it's covered with glitter. <laughs> well, now that's something. That's a competition because you got to eat that. Oh, oh a Christmas yeah. dog. You can't just dip that in water and get rid of it. You no, got to eat that. No. You got to eat Christmas. Man, 
little bit. You can use a little bit of the hay from the the crash, the crash, the crash, crash, crash. Little baby Jesus's miracle crash. How many how many crashes can you eat, Joey Chestnut? That's what they should start branching Joey Chestnut out. Like make him eat ornaments. How many ornaments can you eat? I do feel sorry for him. I do feel sorry. There's no, there's no world in which he's like a happy, satisfied human being. <laughs> there's no well, world. Well, I mean, but they're also, I, there's a thing called, you know, free will. Yeah. He doesn't have also, to eat. He doesn't. He doesn't. But also we're like all prisoners of like our own psychology. And now he has achieved fame. So he's the Michael Jordan of hot dog eating. And so it's like, that's all. If he stops doing that. Like what? What business does he go into? Hey, I'm well, just. How is that possibly I, a business? Does he make enough money on Fourth of July to just relax know. the rest of the year? No, probably not. But I mean, he probably gets sponsorships. I'm guessing. Uh, from what? A bun? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> from a single. It's bun? It's just like a bun walks up to him and is like, "I want you, like Uncle Sam." <laughs> Dip me in water and swallow yeah. me, Joey. That's the thing. Even a bun wouldn't <laughs> want it because he's like, get rid of the bun. Yeah. I got it. I don't know. Also, the Joey Chestnut, like, where'd the name come from? What What's going from, on? What do you what's mean, going from on? his family? Some people his last have the name last is name Chestnut. Chestnut. Yes. His people na- have his all last kinds of last names. Dill Man. Dill Pickle, then, man. It's. <laughs> Chest no, his last name's not Chestnut. I don't accept it. It is. Look it up. <laughs> what are you Look it up. Okay, Joey. He made that Chestnut. up for the for the competition. The American competition. competitive eater. Oh my god, to see his face too. Like there's a picture of him here and it looks like he's look he's obviously concentrating to to gulp <laughs> down these things. But um it looks like it looks like he's really looking deep inside and finding uh, finding it. Finding a, yeah. an, an emptiness. Joseph Christian Jaws Chestnut. His nickname is oh Jaws. Oh, my God. You're right. He loves it. He doesn't want to get out of it. Guys, listen to this. He's an American competitive eater. As of 2022, he is ranked first in the world by Major League Eating. <laughs> All caps. MLE. Major League Eating. It's an organization that oversees professional competitive eating. The world's ending. This is it. This is, this is, we should have known. We should have known. It's part of the international, (laughs) wait, there's more to make you want to jump off the face of the earth. It's part of the International Federation of Competitive Eating. (laughs) which was formed in 1997 as a sanctioning body to oversee, regulate, and organize events and TV deals. The IFOCE's professional league became known as Major League Eating. Major League Eating. I got to tell you something. Yeah? I, I think I could take everyone down in the tater tot eating portion of major league eating i really do i think i could eat more tater tots than anyone is there a tater tot portion of mle he only 
He only ate 62 this year. Oh, his God. world so record losing is, it. He's losing his world it. record is 76. <laughs> he's a 16. 76 hot dogs shoved down his gullet. <laughs> he lost in 2015. Otherwise, he has won every year since 2007. Who did he lose to? Matt Stoney. Joey Pistachio. <laughs> Matt Stoney. It took me nine years to think of another nut and make that joke. That's so sad. Who, Joey? Pistachio? (laughs) Really solid. Solid comedy. You know what? I'll cut out the the 10-second pause while you search for another nut. Please. But then there's still another 20 seconds that's in there. Oh, God. So it's just, I mean, major league eating. So he does make a living doing this, apparently. He has to go every year. He has yeah. to do it. He has it. to. What? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a look. I'm just speculating. I don't know anything about Joey Chestnut, but I find it very difficult to believe that if you're like you're in the world of competitive eating and you're just like like the guy that beat him that one year, like that was like the only year that he like competed or whatever. And he beat him and he was like, you know what? That's enough. (laughs) Yeah. He has a life. He's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to go back to my fun life with my family and friends and job. Here's a, you know, right. Here's a window into the sadness though. He proposed to his longtime girlfriend, um, just before defending his title in the 2014 competition, the couple split up in early 2015 prior to their scheduled wedding date. Because he lost? Uh, Do you think it was because he lost? No, it says early 2015. So that would be prior. Okay. So I. Oh, am, prior. Okay. Yeah. He has hmm. also won the World Burrito <laughs> Eating Championship. <laughs> Consuming 14 and a half burritos in 10 minutes. I think I could do that. It depends on the size of the burrito. I mean, he he owns a lot of world records <laughs> in eating. So he's not just about eating hot dogs. So I'm sure each of these things has a cash prize, and he competes in them to eat. He, um, he ate 5.9 pounds of funnel cakes in 10 minutes. <laughs> At the King's Dominion World Funnel Cake Championship. (laughs) He ate 7.5 Pizza Hut Pazones in 10 minutes. (laughs) At the Pizza Hut Pazone Eating Chow Lenge. C-H-O-W Lenge. Uh-oh, you see what they did there? Yeah. That's way better than my Joey Pistachio. He ate 102 tamales in 12 minutes in 2012. Jesus. He ate 25 Katz's Delicatessen half pastrami sandwiches in 10 minutes at the Katz's Delicatessen World Pastrami Eating Championship. I love everything is world. Get ready for this one. It's world. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like everywhere else in the world, they're just like, uh, why don't you just call it America? Go ahead and call it world. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of countries where people are like, I don't Starving eat. I don't eat <laughs> 71 <laughs> hot dogs in a year because I don't have food. <laughs> um, mutton sandwiches. 
Oh my he god, here we go. Speaking of getting sick. 81 mutton sandwiches in 10 minutes at <sighs> the Owensboro International Barbecue Festival World Mutton Sandwich Eating Competition <laughs> Championship. I'm sorry, not competition. It's international and world. Yeah. <laughs> is in the title. It's the <laughs> International Barbecue Festival World Mutton Sandwich Eating Championship. <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. Mankind is doomed. Uh, oh God! Just Earth, shake us off. Shake. Well, it, it is. Shake us off. Red, oh my God! Thirty-nine point five bowls of red beans and rice. That's <laughs> <laughs> why the fiance left. Anyway, I mean. But if you're eating eighty-five pounds of rice and beans, and then getting in bed with your spouse. <laughs> Joey, why? Why the burrito contest? Why the breed? Please, I've asked. I, know, I, I understand that you're training, but I don't understand what giving yourself a Dutch oven has to do with training. <laughs> I'm going to wet my pants. Going to my mother's. <laughs> going to my mother's. I can't even imagine what that bedroom smells like after a mut- mutton eating championship, mutton sandwich. <laughs> Finally, 2013, he ate 121 Twinkies in six minutes at the World <laughs> Twinkie Eating Championship at Bally's Casino at uh, Tunica, Mississippi. Okay, so anyway, Joey Chestnut, everybody. Hey, is that a floating casino? I don't know. Because, be. man, that's a difference. The international waters. That's what the <laughs> internet. Right? It's in the international. <laughs> that's why it's world. That... <laughs> There's no rules out there, man. Nobody governs no rules, how you man. eat your fucking Twinkies. You can eat as many fucking has, Twinkies as you want. A, for Twinkie competition. But Obama set a limit <laughs> on Twinkies. <laughs> Obama said you couldn't use a Twinkie stuffing stick to stuff them down your throat to make a world record. <laughs> but guess what? Outside Tunica, Mississippi, I'm in international right. waters. I can use a Twinkie stuffing stick if I want. That's right. No, those liberal snowflake agenda stopping me from shoving as many Twinkies with a stick down my throat. <laughs> America. Okay, so... Hold on. So you went back to the beginning. This is the first one. This is the very first one. So this is the first. And are these in order? No, um, you well, they're some. in. I skipped. No, I. it's just I found earlier ones. So there's the first one. And then I found earlier ones. But th- but this might explain everything. OK, it this looks like a completely different comic strip in 1993. Yes, exactly. Right. This looks like a completely different comic strip. I am guessing we're just going to dive into it, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I have I have a feeling you're going back to Joey Chestnut. Okay. But... Well, um, so I'm guessing know. this is Teenage Edda and Juliet. 
Is that Juliet? That's it. Okay. I mean, everything is different about this. The characters look different. They look more... They look more in the style of, like, Blondie, maybe? Or... Like, they're definitely more, like, cartoonish looking. Except (laughs) Juliet's got huge fucking knockers. Of course. Of course. She's got tig old bitties. And uh, she's looking at herself in a mirror. She's wearing a pleated skirt. No no, um, turtleneck. But Etta is wearing a button-down, a collared shirt that's buttoned up all the way. Right. Because I think she's in Catholic school. Okay, right. And G- and, like, what... and slacks of some sort. And Juliet is looking at herself in a standing mirror. And Etta is there. And Juliet says, There, with a supreme effort, I've achieved just the right swirl at the knees, the right tautness at the waist, the right lift here, the right tuck there. Dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. God bless you. First Starting one. the next panel. With dot, dot, dot. And all to maximize my physical attraction for my date. That is what women do. And then the next one is Etta replying to her mother. Her mother, who, by the way, in this iteration, looks like she might be 58. Yep. If she's a day. Yes. And then Etta says. And what do men do? And Juliet turns back to the mirror and says. Neckties. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> so he comes out of the gate. This is the very first one. Very, very this, first. This it says first. first nine chickweed lane. Okay. Okay. First one. All right. So he comes out of the gate with like a vaudeville act. Well, and also talking. I mean, this is her. Daughter, like, how old is the daughter? She doesn't have boobs yet. Well, yeah, she hasn't gone through puberty. No, it's like she and remember, she and Amos know each other for since they were like kids, basically. Right, but you know, my mom was divorced and went on dates, but it's like you would just like, oh, you look pretty, you're going on a date, you know, it's like she's already like talking to her. About things that she shouldn't... It's like, why is she discussing this with her? Right, about the tautness at the waist. The, the right lift, lift here, here, the right the tuck, tuck there. there. It's like, all to maximize my physical attraction for my date. I mean, why would you say that to your yeah. daughter in grade school? Because you're Brooke McEldowney and you came up with the joke right. that like men don't do anything except neckties. So you right. you just you decide to have this conversation between a mother and daughter that is that he in no way sees as problematic. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. This is what mothers and daughters do. They just talk about how can you look sexually attractive for a man? Yeah. <clears throat> but then end it with neckties like he's really for women's right, you know, women. He's a real women's liver because yeah, guys need to do more than just a necktie, or maybe what he really believes is, you know what, like that's fucking enough. You should be trying hard. I put on a necktie, <laughs> and that's it. Meet you at the door with just a long necktie. Who said it's on my neck? Anyway, hey oh, uh oh, hey oh. <laughs> Um, all right, so that I just wanted to that he goes right out of the gate with like right, 
hey, look at my boobs. Look at my, you yeah. know, I'm, right I'm out of the gate. I'm here with my daughter. I'm, I'm here with my daughter. I want to, I'm going to talk to her about my body and, um, and how I'm trying to make my body look attractive for a man. My daughter right. who's... Because that's the only way you can get a man. Who's 12 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, and that's the other thing. I can't tell how old, well, wait till you see, wait till you see. We're just, it, it, we, there's different, it, anyway, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so then we, we, then we here jump. Here we go, the start of this horrific we jump ahead. Yeah. nightmare. We jump ahead about a week, and it's Etta looking at a picture of her mother. Her mother who's wearing. Is it Etta? I think so. Okay. It's, well, I mean. I, I have questions. Well, because that looks kind of like, that looks like Juliet. If you go back yeah. and forth. So that's right. a picture of Juliet. So that's Etta. But her hair is like, she has like bags under her eyes. We're seeing her kind yeah. of from behind. So you can't really tell. So we just see one eye. It looks like she has bags under her eyes and her hair is kind of like unkempt. And she's looking at a picture of Juliet who's wearing, <laughs> what is it? What what is that? It's a it's like a a square dicky on the outside. Uh, yeah, of her. with a a collar that's uh, all the way up on to the bib. top, but it's like <laughs> it's like a a square neck. Yeah, it's like line. Goody Proctor, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it is. It's like it's, she's wearing like an Amish costume of some sort. But anyway, so Etta is looking at it and. Looking in a forlorn way, I would say. She she yeah. does not look pleased to be looking at this picture. And she thinks to herself. There was a time when I wanted to look just like my mom when I grew up, dot, dot, dot. And then in the next picture is um, just a, uh, a cartoonish uh, version of like a large-breasted, thin-waisted, large-hipped, gigantic poofy hair woman with gigantic lips and eyes and it says later i wanted to look like my barbie doll dot 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 and by the way that that illustration looks nothing at all nothing. like a barbie nothing doll. like a barbie doll. nothing like a barbie nothing doll. it looks more it looks like, like it looks like a bush with a, <laughs> a woman looking through a bush yeah i mean it, it looks like a, a a childish attempt to draw like uh marilyn monroe or something, yeah. Like it's, but it's but what's like with the hair. There's no. She doesn't have a face outline. No, it's weird. It's so weird. It looks like she's emer- emerging from a cloud of smoke. Her yeah. face is. Anyway, the next one then, and this is a much, uh, much greater care is 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 made is taken. Much greater care is taken to try to make this look like the person being talked about. And, um, but it's still pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, no. It and looks the, like I mean, it looks like it, a lizard. Sort of, yeah. In a and, in a in a '40s yeah. jacket, like a, women's yeah, jacket. Yeah, double coat. breasted with a yeah. with broad shoulders, and mm-hmm. and she continues and says, "After that, it was Lauren Bacall in to have and have not." Dot dot dot. And then in the final uh, frame, it appears to be a Muppet <laughs> wearing a bra <laughs> with scraggly hair. This looks much, almost like Gonzo. 
Or uh, yeah. who's the who's the Oh, who's the one? Yeah. It's the it's monster like the that's with... friends with with Grover. Telly? Mon- yeah, it's Telly. <laughs> it looks like okay. Telly it with like exactly long like stringy hair. Yeah, with long and stringy with a bra hair. It's Telly. On. <laughs> telly with a bra. Telly in a bra. Telly in a bra. Yeah. And then uh, and, so and, oh, now, and hold on, we haven't heard what she's okay. saying. And she says, "Now I'd be satisfied if I just didn't look like seaweed." Okay, so, and this is. Can we go back to? She's ten, or 12, I don't understand or... where this comes from. Because now she's grown up. I don't understand. There was a time when I wanted to look just like my mom when I then grew later, up. Then later, and then after that, and now there's this. Although, like, it's... I, I still think, though, even though you are right to point this out, that it seems like this is, like, years later this, and years later that, and now this. I still think this is all, like... These are all, like, you know... Like, when I was very little, I wanted this, and then, like... She's bringing us up to the age that she is, which is like twelve. And how? Why? Do, how does a twelve-year-old look like seaweed? Right, and and also she's twelve. She's a little girl. Also, wh- it's just like, just like thank you for, thank you for like putting this on like a twelve-year-old that it's like yeah, to right. So like I wanted to look like my mom, then my Barbie doll, then Lauren Bacall, because all twelve-year-olds have seen to have and have not. Yeah. And and think Lauren Bacall is something else. That's that's not that's not the author projecting his boner I, fantasy. I I, I'd be satisfied if I just didn't look like seaweed. What are you fucking talking about? Right, but I look horrible. I mean, this is like some this is like Mrs. Havisham. Right, but I look horrible because I'm not a fantasy version of my mom. I'm not a fantasy version of a woman created by a doll maker and I'm not a fantasy version created by Hollywood. I, and so because I'm not those things, I'm garbage. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Brooke Backledowney's world. Oh God. Now, now we go. Yeah. Yeah. Now we got a Sunday comic. And this is, it says, these are just random, but they just made me mad. They all just made me Mad. And okay. this one, I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, let's dive into it. There's three okay. three rows of of illustration, and there's a fly with too many legs. <laughs> um frankly. There seem to be <laughs> Yeah, we've got like so there's like nine spider legs. There's like nine, one, two, three, four, spider. five, six. There's seven. There's seven legs on this fly. So uh anyway, and it's flying, I guess, towards Edda. Um, we see the top of her head. We see her ponytail. And she's giving side eye to this fly. Then it flies. Then the next panel, it's flying up above her a little bit. We're still just seeing the, like, a Kilroy was here version of her face. She's looking up. Now we're on the second row. And it's three people in three identical Where chairs. They? They're on a train. Where are they? They're on a train, maybe. Because I don't know who it is. Okay. It's maybe Juliet sitting next to her and then a strange man. There's three people. They're all looking at newspapers or, in this case, just blank pa- paper 
that's shaped like a newspaper. Or like a giant menu? I mean, are they at... <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Where but are they? Three individual seats that look very much like train seats to me. The fly yeah, is still above Or an airplane. Etta. The fly is still above Etta. And then the next two panels are just single... Narrow panels on Etta as the fly comes towards her face. She looks at it kind of worried. Then it flies on past her. And then we go back to the three of them where Juliet is in the middle with her, like, Dorothy Hamill haircut, basically. Um, And then the fly lands on a man sitting next to Juliet. He's reading his menu or paper or map or whatever it is. Right, whatever it is. The fly has landed on his comb over. Then on the bottom row, then Etta blows the fly with, um, and her face contorts in a very like upsetting way where now her, it, it appears her lower jaw has disappeared. And she blows and the fly blows away, but also his comb over blows. And then the next panel is the three of them and Juliet, because she had to do that past Juliet. And now Juliet and Etta are looking at each other, and the man his, is upset that his comb-over is all off to the side. And then in the final one, he's giving a dirty look to Juliet while Etta hides behind her newspaper, I guess. Newspaper, map, or whatever. So anyway, it's... What? That you would be able to blow from that distance enough to blow a whole bunch of hair that's well, been. Can I tell over. you what I thought? I, I thought she was kissing her on the forehead, so I'm, I'm relieved <laughs> to know look- it was a blow. I, that's what I thought she was doing. I thought she kissed her on the forehead. That she kissed and her ma- mom and on that the made the fly. It, it's just so goddamn dumb. <laughs> It, none of it makes sense. Who is it? Where are they? Wh- what's going on? Why does the fly have 25 legs? What is happening? Where are they? Right. Yeah. Who knows where they are? There's no, like, it's much more important to have these two close-ups of the fly instead of setting the table for where the fuck we are. Where they are. So. And if they're on a train or in a plane or something, why is there a fly on the airplane? And why are you know, they like, all three reading... The same type of thing. Yes, why? She's like 12. Why isn't she like reading a book or writing in a journal or like just looking out the window or whatever? Like why? But I will point this out. Even back then, spending no time whatsoever drawing what's where they are. There's no background. None. None. You have no idea what's going on. No idea. Simple line behind them to suggest a chair. And that in a way that it's like, I guess it's an airplane, a train, uh, a bus, something. Anyway, Brooke is angry. I, but I, not just, as... I just, it's just, it's like a first example of just how dumb, it's like, and then they continue to print the goddamn cartoon for 30 years. <laughs> I, it's like, if I, if I were the editor of, I'd be like, no, 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 we're, you're done. You're done. Moved on to the next one, which is obviously uh, Amos and Etta, right? It's Amos. And at this point in Amos's evolution as a drawn figure, he he has a very... uh, whichever that Muppet is that's that's the mad bomber guy is who he looks like. Yeah, Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's got this like really long neck and the and just look well. His hair's real scraggly. That's not even that accurate because he look he he almost looks like he he looks like a type of there is a character like in the in like counterculture comics of the late sixties and early seventies who had sort of like that hunched shoulder right, right. and like yeah. But anyway, you can't make out his facial features at all. He has a mop of scraggly hair that is one eye pokes out of here in the first frame and his nose and like he has no But like, are those yeah. And it's glasses though, right? Oh uh, so. I guess it's glasses. Yeah, is poking out. So anyway he can't he's see his, uh, yeah. Yeah and all of their clothes are super baggy. Ed is sitting next to him. They're sitting wherever. Yeah. They're sitting Nobody on a line knows. in a Nobody white knows. void. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Anyway, so he's sitting there and he's like hunched over. His leg is crossed. Both his hands are on top of his leg. Etta is talking to him and she's sitting very casually with her legs manspread. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's like wearing Superman spread. So like he's he's sitting much more demurely than she yeah. is. Like no, look, no, uh, not casting aspersions on uh, like. Sit how you want to sit. Yeah, not saying like, oh, she's not sitting ladylike at all. But you know, because I'm not like a proponent. Right, of, like, but it's Brooke is... McEldowney, so you know what he's going for. But she's wearing a long plaid skirt and a, a you know a white buttoned up shirt under and a slippers. sweater vest and and what looks like house slippers. So anyway, she is talking to Amos, who's just listening to her, and she says. I put on some of my mother's perfume this morning when she wasn't around, dot, dot, dot. Here, smell it, dot, 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 behind my earlobe. So then he leans in, and it's sniff, dot, 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 sniff. It's not sniff, though. It's just SNF, dot, 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 SNF, dot, dot, dot. And then in the next, that's in the second frame. And in the third frame, he's really... Leaning in, and it's and she looks startled, and it's sniff, sniff, snuffle, 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 snuffle. And in the last frame, he now is his head, he's lying back, his head in her lap, his mouth open, his tongue hanging out, and he's going snort, snort, snort. And she says, I wonder what musk is. Oh, boy. These are 12-year-olds, by the way, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he's got her sitting open-legged. He goes in her. And when I first saw the final panel, I couldn't tell where his face was. I'm thankful that it's facing up. Because <laughs> I was very scared. Because when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, my God, his face is in her crotch. It, it, it looks close to that it's just it's just like why was this allowed to continue i mean it's like that remember that movie uh scent of a woman and it just it was like al pacino yeah. just went around smelling women because yeah, he was blind well yeah i mean <laughs> like but cut him some slack right but scent of a, why wasn't it scent of everybody He's not interested in everybody. Was that the one where he said, I'm just getting warmed up? Is it that, is uh, that it one? Could, could have been. Was that the hoo <laughs> I, I think it was. Been. I think it was. Anyway. That's what he did. Um, when you snort women. 
So that's that's I mean, just like that's just like a month in. All right. So then, so then the yeah. next one. Now it's Amos and Etta, and he's hunched over again, uh, looking looking exactly like that. It's crazy that this is where this comic started because the the like the it appears to be drawn by somebody completely different. But yeah. um, the content yeah. of the of the material like lets you know, no, this is a- actually still Brooke McEldowney. This is you uh-huh. know because uh-huh. the it's uh-huh. the same same themes are being are being explored. Oh God! Oh dear God! I started reading this and and oh dear yep. Lord. Okay. Yep. All right. Now, um, Etta in this who still seems to be wearing house slippers. I mean, there's no way those house aren't house slippers. Sure. There's no way those aren't right. Like what other kind of yep. fucking shoes? What uh, what could they be? What could they? And be? they she looks to be like they she looks to be like four feet tall and he looks to be taller but hunched over. Like she yeah. looks she looks diminutive in this one in a way that she does not in the previous because she's one. She's a little looks, girl. She's this, a little girl. This one is making her look like she's a little girl. In the previous one, it's a she she's sort of made to look a little bit older. But anyway, Amos out of uh I'm sure inspired by nothing in the world, just comes out and says, Ah, for a woman possessing the proud bosom of a Sophia Loren. And uh, then in the next one, Etta replies, Big deal. Anyone can get implants. Give me a man who stands six feet tall. Then they stand in silence for a moment. And he says, I am six feet tall. I don't believe it. (laughs) I don't believe it. You're not. I mean, you're not drawn to be six feet tall. He's not. He's not. He can't. That would mean she's like five, you know, nine or 11 right now. I mean, it's like, what are you talking about? And why is why does he just say ah for a woman possessing the proud bosom of a of a so what is it? Where does it? Is he looking at someone? We don't know where they are, of course. No, no, they're on the playground. I'm assuming. Oh my god! In their house shoes. <laughs> she's in her house shoes. She's in her house shoes because she's she's been ill for a while. And and big um, deal. Anybody can get implants. What you'd be like? What are you talking about? She'd just be like, "What? Who's Sophia Loren?" Right, but also it's like. What? Yeah, exactly. Sophia I mean, what's a bosom? You're fucking 12. This is 1993. When would you have come across Sophia Loren? When in the world? Why it like? And and who says bosom? Right, possessing the proud bosom of a Sophia Loren. Like it. It is of course written in a way that only Brooke McEldowney speaks. But then also, like, what is the... So he's like, oh, give me a woman with big boobs. Proud ones, though. Yeah. <laughs> proud. Proud boobs. Oh, like, so he's saying are, you think... He, yeah, it's proud. You've got to be proud of are, How are boobs proud? <laughs> Look, you own a boobs. proud bosom. How are boobs proud? I don't know. How are they proud? And why does he have to pull all of these amazing... Female stars into his book. Remember what was the one he did? Like the 
Well, he just did Lauren Bacall. The, the hot dogs. She ate hot dogs. Yeah, did Lauren Bacall. And then the one, who, who was it that was eating hot dogs? I, I can't remember. I mean, it was just like, come leave everybody alone. These are interesting women who, you know, trailblazed for women. And he's like the proud bosom. But also it's like the a, implication here from Etta is that Sophia Loren had fake boobs. Yeah, that, I, yes, that's oh, that's another that's good. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's true. And but I guess she's saying anybody can can buy a proud bosom. <laughs> yeah, it's like give me a man who's just genetically gifted enough to just grow this tall. Um, well, and, I mean, and again, that's like yeah, it, that's doing a disservice to men too. Like if you're under six feet, you're nothing. Right, but then he no says, one's gonna ever want to be with he you. He is six feet tall, and it's like I don't understand. Like, yeah, what's the joke? I don't know. I don't know. And I also like it's just like it's just like it's so great to like. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have two twelve year olds, and they're basically just talking about, um, you know, the the societal expectations of men and women is that men expect women to look like. Sophia Loren and women expect men <laughs> just to be tall. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking it's, know. It's so stupid. It's just, I, I just, it, I'm just like, my point to today was like, why would you let this person continue? <laughs> why would you keep printing these? This was the first year. Yeah. Came out of the gate hot. Okay. All right. So now. Now we're back to Etta, and I mean honestly, the Etta of the of the last of the previous two, and this Etta, like th- this is as if I were trying to draw a comic strip because I would never be able to draw the character the same way twice, and this Etta looks absolutely nothing like the previous Ettas. No, she looks more like seaweed Etta. She's old. She looks old. She looks 16 or 17, especially in the third panel, where she's resembling more the Ada that we know. The mom is drawn pretty much the same way. Like, you can recognize the mom, but, like, who is this first panel Ada versus the second panel where they, they seem to be... I can't think of what that reminds me of. There's a comic that that reminds me of, and I can't yeah. think of it, but it is a completely... Right different style but anyway um so uh juliet is just back from a date and she's taking off her jacket she's wearing a skirt uh and a a black top and she has a lovely necklace on and her horrible hair her horrible hairstyle but the, yeah. but the but it, the, it's a low cut top. It is, of course, of course. And so uh, uh, then Etta says, because she cinched and pulled in all the right places for her yeah, date. Uh huh. Taut here and taut here. Just enough knee. Just to. Oh my god. So Etta says, "Well, how did your date go? Did you turn him into a gelatinous blob of slavering desire? Slavering. Is that what it is? Slavering. Slavering? Oh, like slave? Okay. Well, how did your date go? 
Did you turn him into a gelatinous blob of slavering desire? No, Etta. In the next one, Juliet is turned, doesn't have her coat anymore, and now she's no. facing no, She just dropped it on the floor. Yep, she just dropped it on the floor. And, and she has a backless top. It's the a do- backless top. The top, top is completely backless. Yes. Yeah. And Etta says, No. What's the point in catching cold in a backless formal if you can't reduce your date to a slavering fool? This is a 12-year-old saying this. Yes, and then Juliet looks looks away, worried, and Etta is mad at her. Yeah, <laughs> In the furious. next, they, They're silent. She's like, I'm right, and you know it, and you failed as a woman. And then... Um, Oh, God. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. In the final one, then we're very close on Juliet's face, and she looks incredibly worried. And Etta has her arms crossed in the background and is um, is being self-righteous and says, Quick, think up a lie. And Juliet thinks, panicked. I can't. I can't. So the whole point of going out is to reduce, reduce, yeah. Whole point is to reduce your date into a gelatinous blob of slavering desire. Let's make sure we're pronouncing that right. Slaver, slaver. Oh, slavering! It is slavering. Slavering desire. I had always heard it as slavering. Oh, slavering. Well, slavering. I thought it might be slavering, but then I was like, slavering is. I, I, it no, just it made is me think slavering. Of like I apologize. Slavering. I corrected you. It's slavering desire. That's which right. of course, I thought it might be slavering too. That's why I. Which questioned. of course is to, is means that saliva is just running out of your mouth. Yeah, that's what I. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So so the whole point of wearing a backless formal. She's wearing a backless formal on a date. What? Kind of fucking date is it? Of course she's going to the opera or the orchestra to see an orchestra play or something like that. Because that's the only date that's worthwhile in Brooke McElhinney's world. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But what? what, Okay. Here's the thing, though. She was like, what's Musk? And now she's like a gelatinous blob of slavering. You know, it's like. Is she a little girl or does she know everything? Right. She's she's now the expert and she's like so much of an expert that Juliet is like, I have let I let my daughter down. She's right. I shouldn't have worn like when I put on this backless formal, I was doing it so that I could reduce my date to a slavering fool, a gelatinous blob of slavering desire. And my daughter knows that. And I knew that when I walked out that she would ask me, did you do this? Did you reduce your date to a slavering fool? And she's like, uh, and now she's like, think up a lie. You fucking waste of a female. Think up a lie. You. Because I already. Yeah. You let all of women down by wearing something backless and not, not getting laid. Now you you might be ill. You have set women a cold. back. Thanks, mom. You set women back by going out in a backless formal, formal. and not ending up in somebody's hotel room with your feet up over your head. Way to go. Good job, mom. 
Way to not get laid tonight. How am I ever going to grow up normal if you can't go out and do your job as a woman, and that is to wear a backless thing so you can get laid? How dare you? Think up a lie, you dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is going on in this family? (laughs) Jesus. Think up a lie, it's so quick! Rose, quick! It's just like- Think up a lie, mom. Why didn't? Why are you here now and not getting banged against a dumpster somewhere? <laughs> well, I know it's like here's here's what should have gone on. <laughs> Jesus. Hi, mom. Did you have fun on your date? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Oh, I just hope he was nice to you. He was, but are you going to see him again? Probably not. He was kind of boring. Oh, okay. Love you, Mom. Night. Oh, wait. Um, just real quickly. I'm so sorry yeah. that I didn't get laid tonight. I'm so sorry. I know. Wait, I wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wait promised a minute. you when I walked out the door that I was going to have Why did you wear the man. backless formal then, <laughs> Mom? You piece of shit. <laughs> you dumb Why did, piece of shit. I mean, I shit. don't care that he was boring. I don't care that he was boring. You sleep with him. You did not do your job. It does. You know why he was bored? Because you weren't like. <laughs> did you slap him with your titties? No. Then why wear a backless dress? With your ge- gelatinous blob of Sophia Loren bosom like. <laughs> was your bosom proud? Boobs. Your <laughs> proud bosom. Look at that sad oh. bosom. I used to th- that sad, ashamed. I used bosom. to think your bosom was proud. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Quick, think it's of a lie, a- you dumb sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, I- God, I. It's just, it's so gross. It's, it's, it's my so like. Gross. I don't even like. I get so confused by this comic strip. I get so confused because I'm like, what? What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? No, that's what it it's like it's like we we've gone to the beginning and it 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 never made sense. Cuz it's like It was always disgusting and gross. Cuz it's weird cuz like it, there's a weird like it, there's almost like a there could be in in an alternate universe, let's say, a playfulness about like so like like did you turn him into a gelatinous blob of slavering desire? And now I didn't. And then but then like to like you didn't. Fuck are right. you doing, lady? Right. Like this turn of, from Etta is like, what's wrong? And then yeah. Juliet is like, oh my God, she's right. She's right. She's right. I can't think of a lot. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> my bosom is so ashamed. Oh, look at my sad bosom. Who's going to want to motorboat my sad bosom? <laughs> Put that backless formal in the trash. Maybe you should have worn it as a frontless formal, Mom. (laughs) To put the bibbidi-bobbidi-booze right out there for him. Bibbidi-bobbidi-booze. All right, moving on. These are delightful. I really, I'm very upset that I can't think 
of what sort of creature that oh you know what you know what Amos looks like he looks like one of the characters from um from the dark crystal oh yes exactly 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 he looks like he's basically stealing from muppets yeah this is very it's very muppety anyway so we're starting off with this one ada comes storming in once again now they they both look like they're like 4 feet tall and and 7 years old yeah and Etta says, Those boys made a disgusting gesture at me. Make one back. And then she apparently just walks on. She walks, walks on. on. I do, I do not care to find out how this works out. Do that for me. Because she's jerking a thumb behind her as she walks into the frame. She's not in the next frame. Amos looks dumbfounded in the distance. In the next frame, he's sort of thinking... And like he's got his hands are like curled under like he's a cro magnon. And then in the final frame, he's just pulling up his leg and showing his um showing his bare, stubbly leg. But can I say yeah. if you look at that on your phone when it's really <laughs> small, you're like, what the hell is going on? Like, I did not know what. Right. It was terrifying. Right. You thought it was <laughs> you thought he was showing. It looks like he's Unzipped his pants and like it has a, has a has a long phallus with a shoe on the end of it. Well, I couldn't see the shoe. I couldn't see anything. I'm like, what is going on? Did Amos just pull out his dick? His dick. Is that... and I, I mean, I literally was. Like, no, I it's mean, just at such a bad drawing that I was like, what is it? What is happening? I got it. Is it is yeah. upsetting? The final panel is upsetting and. Um, but then there's also just like the, just like the dynamic is so like weird, like that this is just like that somebody just like walks through to like, I like do something. I don't care to find out what happens. I'm going to walk on. I got business to do, but I need you to make a rude gesture back to some, some boys. Yeah. Well, not a root, just like disgusting. disgusting. So I'm like, what are they doing? And how did she know what it meant? I mean, cause when. When I was in grade school, I didn't know any of that. You don't know any of no, that. No, in a disgusting gesture. Like, make one back. What is she expecting? But then also at the base of it is my honor needs to be defended because I'm a woman and you're a boy. Yeah. So yeah. defend my honor. I'm not going to stick around to find out. I don't give a shit. Tell me about it later. I got fucking stuff to do. I got to go home and fucking yeah. beat my mom up for not... For not being um, better yeah. at getting a man, it ha- <laughs> like and it, uh, it must happen all the time. She's, Just boys making disgusting gestures at her. She's, she's so well, but the best—I mean, the way it's drawn—it literally looks like he's unrolled a weird penis with a shoe on it. At, <laughs> you know, he's unrolled. <laughs> Unrolled from his pants. It's so bizarre. It literally looks like he's at a urinal. It makes a ratchet noise as it comes out because it's been. It's the worst draw. It's like, I mean, yeah. Go look at it on your phone and just go, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. So let's move on because. Oh, my God. Because here we go. Yeah, because why? Uh, I feel sick. I feel Juliet. Like Joey Chestnut must. Feel. Juliet has like a yeah. hundred bags under her eyes. She's in a yeah. uh, 
sitting at the breakfast table. She's got fuzzy slippers on. Her hair is a mess. She's drinking some coffee. She's got a bathrobe on. Um, <laughs> Edna is walking by and saying something to her without looking at her. <laughs> right. Yeah. As always, she just zooms by people. And she says, Morning. How was your date with Andy? Went late. And then she stops and turns on her mom and says, Late? You know how I've always said Andy's nice and all, but somewhere he has a button that needs to be pushed? And now in the next one, Etta has both her hands on the table and is very excited and says, You found it? And I pushed it. And then they're both standing. Etta has jumped into her arms and is hugging her. And Etta says... And there's no table now. There's, there's no, no table, table or coffee at this point. And I think Etta says the first one and I say the second one. Okay. Yahoo! Wee! <laughs> and now, now, Etta is seated at the table with a bowl and, yeah, that came from nowhere. And Juliet is behind her, peeking around the corner. And Juliet thinks to herself, I wonder how she knows what I'm talking about. And Etta says, Thinks to herself, I wonder what she's talking about. Okay. So Andy is nice and all, but somewhere he has a button that needs to be pushed. This is a conversation she... You know how I've always said. So mm -hmm. she's been going out with Andy for a while. You know while. I've always said. So she just comes and talks to her daughter like her friend about her dates. She's like, yeah, like, I'm going on a date with this Andy guy. But I'll tell you what. Like, he's he's got a button somewhere that needs to be pushed. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I mean, like, obviously it's like... I, naturally, I am a woman. I mean, this is this is the Brooke McEldowney like mindset, mm -hmm. right? I'm a woman. I want to have sex like all the time. Mm -hmm. The problem is, yeah. men are dumb and never know, uh -huh. and um, and you have to try and try and try and try, and then finally they get the point that you want to have sex, and then you have sex. But what mom? Like, first of all, it's like, how how drunk did Juliet have to get? Have to get to, to push sex that with button. Yeah. To, to, and where, yeah. where was the button? Well, and like, and, what? look at and her. And with it, what she, did she push it? Because <laughs> I have a theory, Brooke. You're not going to like it. I have uh -huh. a theory about Andy's button okay. and how it got okay. pushed. Okay. Right. First of all, I need you. <laughs> First of all, naturally, naturally the button's in his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> in his in his am butt. It, yes. Well, I mean, men only or is that have his pro an butt. No, no. Well, men don't okay. have a. Pro oh, butt. I guess. Yeah, that's the only they place it would be is the am butt. So the button's in his butthole, and she knows that. And she's like, I got to get drunk enough and get him drunk enough because it can only, it can only be touched. It can only be pushed, this button, said button, with, let's say, a strap-on dildo. 
let's say. <laughs> so that's so that's why it was late. That's, they were very drunk. Because that's the, the only Sophia way. Loren proud strap on. <laughs> <laughs> it looks what it looks like is a skinny leg with a shoe on the end. That's what it looks like. <clears throat> I borrowed it from your friend Amos. <laughs> I unrolled it last night. That was the ratchet noise you heard. <laughs> was me unrolling that in preparation for pushing Andy's button. Oh my god. Oh you my found god. it and I pushed it like this is a mom and her preteen daughter celebrating the fact that the mom got laid the night before. This is the conversation that the mom is having with the daughter. This is a but family then, with yeah. no sense of boundaries. <laughs> but then again, after all the previous ones where she's talking about the gelatinous blob slavering blob, you know. Yeah. And then she's like, I wonder what she's talking about. It's yeah. like, no, you don't. <laughs> it comes and goes. with Brooke And then McElroy. she's like, I wonder how she knows what I'm talking about. Because you talk to her about your dates all the time. That's all you talk about. That's all you That's talk all you about. Do. Is, and all you talk about is I have to make myself attractive to men. And I got home and I was attractive, but like nothing happened and you berated me for it. So you obviously know that my job is to go out and land a man. And I finally did. So we celebrated. And then I wonder what I wonder how she knows what I'm talking. Yeah, I mean that. That, like, Juliet wonders how she knows. Right. I wonder how she knows. It's because it's all you talk about is your sexual conquests and dates. Also, how old is she? Is she, And there, she never has a babysitter? I mean, if she's 12, that, that would be. Oh, like, I guess so. All right. I mean, all right. like, if, you know, our oldest is, is 12. And he... That's true. <laughs> okay. All Are right. you sweating in your closet? Yes, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. You're literally mopping your face with a... Well, with because a... I'm in a closet where there's no air. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's 90 degrees. Okay. <laughs> and I'm mad. Yeah. I'm angry. Yeah, you're hot under the... I'm cup. all fired up. Okay. All right. Okay, this is the one I feel you. like you really wanted us to get to. Uh, I guess we're on the playground. So we're on a playground. So that's how old these, these, these kids are. We're basically at recess, which by the way, makes it before middle school. Or a sack, they, are they having a sack lunch? Yeah, they got sack lunches. Like that makes it before that it's happening on a playground means it's before middle school. Cause you don't, you don't have recess. Or whatever. Anyway, I mean, I guess it could be middle school and they're, like, eating out in the common area. Anyway, so, Etta says... Want to play a great game? Imagine everybody you see, dot, 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 drop down a line, dot, 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 naked! Like that guy over there. New bubble, dot, dot, dot. Or that one. And Amos, um, in very uh, approximating Beavis and Butthead, is just like, <laughs> And then in the next panel. Or that woman. Or the guy she's with. Or him. Dot, dot, dot. He, 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 he. And then in the next panel. 
he points off to the side, or those people, he, 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 and then they look at each other, and Edda says, turns away from him and goes, want my sandwich? Nah. And he's crossed his legs, by the way, notably, has crossed his legs. She was, of course, sitting, they were both sitting, man-spreading. Spread eagle, yeah. And now they've both closed their legs, like, and his hands are in his lap. Because obviously, he's got a boner. I think obviously. All right, can I say something? Yes, that's why we have a podcast. The imagine everyone you see naked is for stage fright. Yeah. It's not a game you play. No. The imagine everyone naked is like to make you feel more comfortable and like, you know, so you have an upper hand of the people you're giving a speech to. Yeah. Here is, here is, I would like to do... It's not a game. I would like to do an impression of... uh, Well, first, I would like to say, also, it it, it doesn't, like, it's a thing people say. I don't, like, how does it, like, nobody really does that. And it doesn't really work to, like, imagine everybody naked in the audience. Right, but it's, yeah, it's just always been a thing to, like, right, just that's the to thing help said, someone get over their stage fright. The saying is, if you're nervous about talking to them, imagine the audience naked. That, like, somehow that's going to put you at ease instead of, like, in a in a, a different kind of anxiety. But anyway, you're right. It's not like, oh, this is a game that you play. And no. so I now I would like to do my impression of Amos's parents after Amos comes home and says, I had, what'd you do at school today? I, I played a funny game with Etta today. She, oh, what uh, was it? Um, we, <laughs> we sat around. She was like, here's a fun game. Let's, let's look at people and imagine them all naked. And then I would be like, oh, okay, excuse me a second. Um, I need to make a quick phone call yes, to Juliet, Etta's uh-huh. mother, and to be like, what the fuck is going, what the, do you understand how upsetting this is? That your daughter is talking about looking at people naked to my son at school, and they're both 11 or 12 years old? Like, it's entirely inappropriate. Exactly. (laughs) And then Julia would be like, Julia would would be be like, like, I'm worried that Ed is being abused by an older person. Why why is she at 12? Why is she so sexualized? Overly sexed. This is inappropriate for them to be thinking of people naked. They should not be walking around the world as children. Imagining men and adults. Adults. That woman or the guy she's with. So maybe they're not on a playground. Maybe they're just out in the world. And they're looking at adults Let's play this fun game. Let's imagine adults naked. Naked. <laughs> Who would play that? I mean. Both. And then when she says, want my sandwich. That's a strange thing to say. Obviously, it's like, oh, now this has gotten uncomfortable because we've imagined each other naked. First of all, this entire thing is entirely problematic. That Brooke McEldoney is like, I think it would be cute if two kids cute. who were 12. Cute. Looking at, looking at people in the world, adults, and imagining adults naked, because that's something that I would have done when I was their age. And then they get uncomfortable when they look at each other, and then they're imagining each other naked. 
this is the world Brooke McElhenney has created, that I have two children who are um, not adults yet, who are looking at, around at the world at human adult men and women and having a fun time imagining them naked and then looking at each other and imagining each other naked. Yeah. Because I, Brooke McElhenney, am doing all of those things <laughs> right now. Yeah. I always play this game. I always play this game. That's not a game. Every time I draw Ed and Amos, I imagine them oh, naked. And God. then I draw, here's the pictures I've drawn of them. I mean, oh, it's, oh, God. boy, you thought you were sweating before. <laughs> oh, God. It's awful. It's just, it's like, it happened so quickly. And the, I mean, he just went full on disgusting, like immediately. Yeah. Okay. We've got one more and I don't know this, what it is. I can't remember okay. what it is. All right. So okay, it's, yeah. This, now you gotta explain this to me. Okay. Now it's Edda who now looks fifteen or sixteen in this one, as opposed yeah. to the previous one where they were imagining people naked, and he looks like he could be in his early twenties, and he's uh, taking a smoke right. break from working at the yeah. pizza place. Um, yeah. And Edda, right. he's seated on a line in a white void. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she's lumi- she's standing over him wearing what she's been wearing this entire run, which is uh, obviously her uniform, which is a white button-up shirt with a, a a dark sweater vest and a long plaid skirt and house slippers. <laughs> house slippers, always wearing those. She's got to be it, comfortable. Can't really, I I. When you're imagining anyone. people naked, you've got to be comfortable. Yeah, and she says to Amos. I now realize we have been friends too long to let a careless remark come between us. Then the next, uh, then we go to the next frame. So rather than sulk, the next time you give offense, I'll just serve you a colossal jong jong, yong yong. A J-O-N-G hyphen J-O-N-G. So I think jong jong. Jong jong. And we'll call it even. A Jong Jong, what's that? And then in the next panel, she sits down next to him and leans in and whispers into his ear. And then in the final panel, he's sitting by himself and his hair is all standing on end. And um, the nun walks by and says, You and Etta must be back together again. Okay, so a careless remark. So. Rather yeah. than sulk, the next time you offend me, I'll serve you a colossal jong jong. You give offense. I the love that time, too. The way, so next, the next time, time you, give, you offense, give offense, I will serve you a colossal jong jong. Jong jong. What is a jong jong? I don't know what she says. It has. I mean, it's got to be. Like, the implication is that it's sexual, but it, what is? <laughs> Serve you a colossal John John. <laughs> sir, like, sir I'm I'm oh hung my... up. I'm hung up by literally every word of that phrase. Every word. Sir, I will serve you a colossal John John. <laughs> like none of it, none of it makes any the remotest bit of sense. 
okay, so obviously he's just going for a funny turn of phrase, but he's got something in mind. He's got something in yeah. mind of what a of what a colossal Jong Jong is. A colossal Jong Jong. But what should we look up? Is there a thing such as a Jong Jong? I don't know. Jong Jong. <laughs> no, I mean it'll just send you to. Um... <laughs> well, a Jong is an irrigation ditch, and it also could be. <laughs> Okay, hold on. So Terry um, Manu one? Is that what he, she's I saying? Serve you Jong, serve you a Jong by itself. South African thing. South African informal for a friend. I'll serve you a colossal friend friend. So he made up something. He made up something. And and it's not now I want to be clear. I am not going to serve up. An ordinarily sized Jong Jong. No, 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 no. Or no. a very Even small. Even though you don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to serve you. I'm not going to serve up a um a petite <laughs> Jong Jong. Petite, en petite. The next Jong-jong. time you give offense. The next time you give offense, I'm going to serve up. Serve you, not serve up. I'm sorry. I'll just, the next, so rather than sulk, so instead of sulking, she's going to serve him a colossal jong jong and we'll call it even. And he (laughs) says, a jong jong, what's that? And she has to whisper it because it's offensive. And it makes his hair stand on end. And obviously he's looking pleased because otherwise why is she saying, I see that you've gotten back together? The nun notices... Well, they're talking again because he's he's completely. I yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. Now he's his. But Look at his hand too. I know he's Look like. At his, he's like it startled. looks like the when you make the turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it well, with it looks your like, hand, the the turkey or, feathers. Or you blow up a blow up a um, a rubber glove. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. a rubber glove or a latex glove. She's. <laughs> I mean, what? what would a colossal Jong Jong be? A colossal. I a will colossal. serve you a colossal. Oh, I'll serve you a colossal Jong Jong. I ought to serve you a colossal Jong Jong. You want a mouthful of teeth? I'll serve you a colossal Jong Jong. It's just. You I don't take know that back or I'll serve you a colossal. No, I. I <laughs> but. But it seems to me the implication is this is something this is something uh, something offensive. A colossal I will serving someone a colossal jong jong is somehow <laughs> somehow makes his hair stand on end. So he's either terrified. I, I literally think when like, you said a jong is an irrigation, I think she's going to tear him a new irrigation I'm ditch. I'm going to tear you. I'm going to tear you a new tear you a new hot dog ditch. Dog jong jong back there. Colossal Jong Jong. Colossal Jong Jong. Uh, you know, I the, literally thought a Jong Jong was something. Like we would look it up and there would be, but no, he just, no. he made up a dumb word. Uh, weirdly, uh, in uh, 2021, uh, Joey Chestnut uh, set the world record for eating colossal Jong Jongs <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, Ithaca 
um, international world Jung Jung eating competition, colossal Jung Jung eating competition. The Ithaca. <laughs> the the Jung Jung Federation. Um, the world record is three because they're colossal. They're, they're colossal, colossal, so he could only oh. eat three. But it, it took him 10 hair minutes. On in 10 <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what a colossal Jung Jung is. But he doesn't even ask what a colossal Jung Jung is. He asks her what a Jung Jung is. And so then it's on, on him to speculate to what imagine. is a colossal Jung Jung. And the, the, his imagination yeah. fueling him to colossal Jung Jung. Is what is what sets his hair on end. Now, whether that is his hair is standing on end because it sounds titillating or terrifying, I'm not certain. Well, but that's always been it's always been sex for him. Has always sure. Been, I mean, our he our, doesn't understand it. He's right in bringing this to the podcast. Certainly, you were thinking this is something sexual, right? You weren't yes, thinking obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jong yeah, yeah. Jong, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> But if it's something, if a Jong Jong is something sexual, okay, just without us, without us putting word, putting, putting it into words, if you just go through the possible sexual things that it could be, there's no word that makes sense in the phrase, I will serve you a colossal. Right. What is a John? Well, John? that's what I. That's why I think it's a new asshole. A tear you a new asshole. That's Sir, what I think. serve you a, a colossal, colossal John John is tear you to a tear new you asshole? a new asshole. <laughs> that's serving a colossal John John is tearing a new asshole. That's what I think it means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cause all I can I'm th- going to serve you a colossal jong jong. All right, serve you. Bend over. I know, but serve you is like it's almost kind. Like I'm, I will deliver this to you. Like I'm going to serve this to you. No, you got served. Yeah, I guess there is that. But that's but yeah. Okay. You got served a colossal jong jong. <laughs> You're about to get served a colossal jong jong, my friend. Here it comes. Here you got comes, it? Here comes the colossal Jung Jung. Here The Jung Jung and winding road. <laughs> I mean, serve you a colossal Jung Jung. I mean, obviously, that's the name of this episode. Like, oh, God. It has I mean, to be the. I think we need to rename the podcast. This. Colossal, serve you a colossal jongjong.com. Serve you a colossal jongjong. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no world in which I can make it make any sense. No. Because even, <laughs> even your theory, you're not yeah. even deep down. You have to be honest with yourself. And you have to admit that tear you a new asshole does not feel right for serve you a no. colossal jongjong. <laughs> That doesn't feel No, right. but it's the only thing I could come up with. I literally thought we would come in today and you would Google it and tell me what a Jong Jong was. Right, because you are incapable of Googling. No, and... I wanted to save it for the podcast. I was like, oh, this will be a fun moment. We look up 
to gather what Zhang Zhang means. Colossal Zhang. I didn't look up Colossal Zhang Zhang. Colossal Zhang Zhang. Images for Colossal But you're right. I think Joey Chestnut does hold the record for (laughs) eating the most Zhang Zhangs. Not the most Zhang Zhangs. The most Colossal. colossal. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Yes. At the Colossal Zhang Zhang Festival, Ithaca World Festival. Yeah, the Ithaca International Um, World Colossal Zhang Zhang Eating Festival. (laughs) Well, the news balloons covering it. They're just like... It's almost dangerous how many news balloons come to the the, International World Colossal Zhang Zhang Eating Competition. Like, okay. (laughs) We've been friends too long to let a careless remark come between us. So the implication is he he might say a careless remark and then she normally sulks. But instead, the next time, the next time he... He says something um, careless to her. She's not going to sulk. <laughs> she's going. She's going. I'm just. just gonna, I'm trying to work back through it so I can see. Yep. I can try to understand what's happening. Get out the crock pot. I'm going to cook you up a colossal jong jong. Please hang just on. Give me twelve please hours. Yes, please hang on. This does take a while. <laughs> it's it's a crock pot. Tomorrow morning, I will come in and I will serve you. You will sit down. I will put a plate in front of you, a napkin around your neck. I will ask you if you would like a drink with it. And then I'm going to serve you a colossal jong jong. I'm going to serve you a colossal jong jong. I might deep fry it. (laughs) Okay? Now there's some pain. There's some pain. Do you see how much you hurt me with your careless remark? Because here comes... A colossal deep Here fried jong jong. <laughs> Here comes the colossal deep fried jong jong. Just like mom used to make a colossal jong jong. The problem with the colossal jong jong is you can never find a bun for it to fit into. You can't. No, you it can't. always hangs but out. But Joey Chestnut like, doesn't need a bun. He, he just dips, dips the water. colossal jong jong in water. <laughs> <laughs> And then his fiance leaves him because of the damage that a colossal Zhang Zhang, that eating three colossal Zhang Zhangs did right. to his system. No, no. You're, you're no longer a man, apparently. If, oh God, I don't even know where to, I mean, there's nothing, I have nothing left. I, I literally, I can't, I can't even think of something like whimsically, disgustingly sexual. Yeah. <laughs> that serving a colossal yeah. Zhang Zhang. Like, because even if it's like, even if I substitute like hand job instead of junk, like that's what a junk junk is. It's like serve you a colossal hand job. That doesn't make sense either. <laughs> serve you a colossal rim job. No. I mean, nothing makes sense. Serve you a colossal. Serve you a colossal. Junk junk. <laughs> totally. Totally. Totally perplexed. I got nothing. I literally, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. I mean, God bless you for thinking that I could make sense of serve you a colossal Right, yeah, I was like, oh, Jeff Uh, will explain it to me. But like that, in his mind, he's like, this is great. It's a great setup. And then he says, John, John, what's that? And she whispers, (laughs) and it shocks him. It's like, okay, I guess you guys are back together. (laughs) What? You know, we often have, 
We often have these disagreements, and then I go sulk. But you know what I'm going to do next time? Next time, we're too good of friends for that to happen. So next time, I'm going to serve you a colossal jong jong. What's a jong jong? Whisper, whisper, whisper. Huh? I guess you guys are back together. Curtain. I got to say, with the way he looks, it doesn't seem like that's even. For him saying something careless, and then she gives him a serves him a colossal jong jong does not seem even. We'll call it even. Okay, you said you you just happened to say something careless. Here comes a colossal jong jong. Colossal jong jong. It has to be colossal. Like yeah, it's a because it's gonna hurt, man. It's 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 deep fried and colossal, and it's gonna hurt. (laughs) Okay. Comes, That's for you saying something. Comes with a variety of dipping sauces, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I I don't. I do not understand. Oh yes, you, you whispered do. it in my ear, and I still don't understand. Yes, you do. What a colossal what a colossal jong jong is. What a jong jong <laughs> is. What the distinction between a regular and a colossal is, and how one serves one. I understand no part of this. But you're going to well, serve she, it to and me. Just, it was, yeah, it was scary enough just a regular jong jong. Because he's like, a jong jong, what's that? So she describes just a regular jong jong. And then I guess he thinks, dear God. Like, and then she's like, so now imagine a colossal one. Imagine a colossal And now one. imagine me serving that to you. It's a very complicated thing that's about to happen. I'm going to serve. So there's a platter. Right. And mm-hmm. I have a I have a white towel over my arm and I'm wearing an apron. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm serving. I'm it's serving a large it platter, large. Some might call it gargantuan or what? colossal because what's on it is not an ordinary jong jong. It's like, but a, a it's like the, the Flintstones when they it's get like, the big it's like the slab Flintstones. of ribs. Right. Only it's a jong jong. <laughs> but wait a minute. Hold on. What if you serve the colossal jong jong with a tennis racket? Mm. Yeah. So you know, like this is like Serena Williams serving a you know hundred mile an hour <laughs> colossal jong jong up your ass. <laughs> I mean, what? It's just another way of saying tear you a new asshole for for making a a, a small careless remark. Yeah, it's, it's it, we'll a, call it even. We'll you, call it. You even. know what? The colossal Zhang Zhang is a nuclear option, and it's out of it is out of bounds. Obviously, she has no boundaries. She's looking at adults and imagining them naked. She's forcing her mom to have sex with strangers. She has no boundaries, then, so she doesn't. She jumps right to a colossal Zhang Zhang. <laughs> She needs boundaries. That's why I called you, Juliet, to talk to you. My son Amos is being threatened with colossal jong jongs. Juliet, you need to set boundaries. I will call the authorities on you and your child. Sounds like someone, Amos's mom, wants a colossal jong jong served yeah. right to her. Sounds if you don't like... hang up this phone. <laughs> If you don't have this phone, I'm going to push that button that needs to be pushed with a colossal <laughs> jong jong. <laughs> I'm going to unroll your son's <laughs> penis with a shoe on. Look, 
If you were wondering how we make Maybe money. Maybe that's a jong jong. It's his penis. <laughs> with, it's a long, skinny penis with a shoe on the end of it. It's a jong jong. If you're, if you're wondering how we make money on this podcast, we, we do get paid by the jong jong. <laughs> by the jong jong. Yep. Every mention. And, uh, every know, mention. The, the colossal jong jong rewards program. <laughs> is... $100 per jong jong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chickweed lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chickweed Rage. That's us. Send us a message and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. Hey, sweetie, what, what was today? What was your eating competition today? <laughs> Rice and beans. I'm leaving you. All right, I'm going to my mother's. <laughs> I'm going to my mother's.